This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Hopefully, we'll not get a bummer of a game, but an exciting finish tonight in the national championship between the five-seed San Diego State and four-seed UConn. UConn is linked seven and a half points. UConn is minus 375 on the money line. San Diego State is plus 280. The total set at 132 and a half. This line opened with the Huskies laying six and a half. It was immediately bet up to seven and a half. And the Huskies are going for the fifth national title in program history. And they're third in the last 12 years under a third head coach, which is even more remarkable. I feel like personally, Chelsea, and you can absolutely talk me off of this. I'm not going to bet this game. I think this is finally too many points. UConn has won each and every game up to this point in the tournament by double digits. I understand why they're getting all the money, but I feel like now with the way that San Diego State plays, this is too many points. Yeah, we were just talking about ruining endings, but isn't that our job is to try to like give spoiler alerts and prognosticate (laughs) and predict the game? So if you were to provide a spoiler and say, hey, these are the headlines that are going to be written tomorrow, like, what would you say? Spoiler alert, this is what's going to happen. For me, it's going to be UConn wins the game. Uh, it's going to be San Diego State that still covers the seven and a half. And for me, it's going to be Adama Sinogo, most outstanding player. He is the favorite at minus 120. I think those are pretty good odds for somebody who's been completely dominant this entire tournament. And that's an award that's based not just on one game alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it feels like what I'm predicting is very square like I said, and it feels like something that seems very logical. And the sabotage factor is this tournament as a whole has been very hard to predict. And every single trend that we've seen, you know, all these, you know, number one seeds that are normally in the final four, like all those trends have been thrown out the window. So does that play a role in you trying to predict this game? Yeah, I think so, for sure. And I also think, you know, I sort of feel the same way about this game as I felt about, the Super Bowl is that everyone early on was on the Eagles, right? Because they were just blowing through teams and it is different. It is different when you're playing for it all. And listen, it would not surprise me if we wake up tomorrow morning and we're talking about UConn dominating, that is always a possibility. But I just think now it is so difficult to get to this point in the way that UConn has done it, winning by double digits, San Diego state, the way that they play, like you're talking about the way that they play is They will force you to slow things down. And that's how they got back in it against Florida Atlantic, where, look, they were down 14 at one point. Florida Atlantic had all the momentum. And what happens? San Diego State just keeps playing great defense, keeps playing great defense. And also, there's really not an incredible ball handler on that UConn offense. They have a ton of offensive weapons. They're very good defensively. But I think San Diego State can do a much better job than Miami did, which is – at forcing turnovers. The one real bugaboo for Miami when you look at your metrics, Chelsea, was that they were never a good defensive team this season. They could outshoot you. Their backcourt was insanely talented. Miami has never been a good defensive team. San Diego State is a great defensive team, and I think they can force enough turnovers to keep this thing close. I think seven and a half is a pretty big number, too, because look at those games in which San Diego State was trailing, and I think that's what you look for in a team – that you want to cover a number because it's a team that doesn't give up even when they're trailing by double digits. So for me, that's why I lean towards the points here, but also 
Like, couldn't you see a case where UConn dominates? They have looked so good in every aspect, even the defense. Mm -hmm. Like you said, during the course of the year, they haven't been, you know, defensive stalwarts. But in the tournament, you know, some of these other, other team totals, even Gonzaga, like look at how few points Gonzaga scored against this UConn team. 54 points. I would imagine mm -hmm. that's pretty close to their season low. They limited Arkansas, a pretty uh, athletic and offensively talented team, to just 65 points. Uh, St. Mary's only had 55. Miami, 59, which I had questions about their offense in general. Uh, but I still think it's a matter of the spread. So, Jenks, pick a winner. Do you think UConn still wins it? Yeah, I think UConn does. They're the better team here. Clearly, they have better athletes. And now, coaching-wise, I don't know if I would give an advantage to either side because Brian Dutcher has done a fantastic job with mm -hmm. those guys. And Dan Hurley has, too. And that's something I look at as well. But I, I sort of see that being a push. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a closer game than 7.5. I think UConn wins. But 7.5 in a national title game is a ton of points. And yet, the money is crushing UConn. We tend to forget that there are a lot of factors that go into playing for it all. And I know we've talk, talked about this as well, Chelsea. If UConn gets challenged, how will they respond? They haven't really been challenged. San Diego State has been challenged almost every single game. So if this game is, is tight late, and we're talking about a game that is that is a two or three possession game, maybe less, San Diego State, I think, will feel more comfortable because, A, they have nothing to lose. Absolutely nothing to lose. Nobody expected the Mountain West to do anything, much less have a team from the Mountain West play for the national title. And they've been in this situation, and they're coming off a buzzer-beater win in the semifinals. So I'm really curious to see if it's tight late how the Huskies respond. For sure, because we have not seen them in that scenario. But – I also think it's more of a veteran squad, and I don't think they'll crumble under the pressure because we saw that from some of the younger teams in the NCAA tournament. Look at Alabama, a team that was great on paper that absolutely cruised into the tournament. Nobody even close to them. But when they were down, they didn't know how to respond because they had several freshman guards who I feel like kind of crumbled under that pressure because they're not used to being down and they're not used to that moment. I don't think UConn's going to do that. But let's try to narrow it down to the best that we like the most because we haven't talked about the total. Like, I don't love it. I honestly feel like it could go either way. But the bet mm -hmm. I think I like the most is Adama Sinogo, most outstanding player. He's minus 120 to win this award. I think I like that better than laying the points with UConn or, you know, playing them on the money line, minus 37, uh, minus 375, because Sinogo has been the most dominant player for UConn for the entirety of of the tournament. So, Jenks, let's narrow it down. Which bets do you actually like the most? <sighs> I like the under, I think. My, I would either go San Diego State plus seven and a half or the under. And I know we talk a lot about San Diego State's defense, and rightfully so. But if you look closer, UConn plays great defense too. I mean, they really, really do. I believe. Let me get this right. Yes, UConn is 12th in the country in points allowed per possession. San Diego State is 16th in the country in points allowed per possession. So we're talking about two top 20 teams defensively in that particular metric. And if you're San Diego State, which does such a great job of dictating pace, then I think maybe the under is – I'm going to go under and San Diego State plus 7.5. I'm not going to bet on this game. I'm going to kick back and enjoy it if I can stay late stay up late enough to watch it.
But I think if I'm picking my best bet between those two, I think I would probably go to the under, I think. I think this number scares me because if it was in the 140s, mm. I'd definitely hit the under. But if it's even a back and forth game at the end, I think we see more scoring. But going back to the under, both of these teams have really good interior defense. So a lot of those high percentage shots, it's going to be tougher to get them because look at that last UConn game, that big goon of a guy, which I'm sorry if that sounds like mean, <laughs> but who is it? Klingon or Klingman or whatever his name was, the guy that's like seven feet about. tall and has uh, Donovan Klingon. Yeah. Like you couldn't get anything up on him when Miami was trying to drive to the basket. So he only played 13 minutes, but still, if you have somebody who's coming in for Sunogo, like there is no rest for anybody trying to drive to the basket. The other question I have is, do you think San Diego State has the horses to stop Sunogo? Because that's been the case. It's like nobody oh. can stop him down low. Even he's shooting these threes, which like, what are you going to do? Guard him at the top of the key? Probably not. Uh, do you think San Diego State can at least slow him down? Uh, that's the big question, right? If they can find – that's how San Diego State keeps it close. I don't know how they do that. Now, we've seen this before, right? They're going to have to swarm him. They're going to have to force turnovers. They're going to have to do a good job of denying him the basketball on the inside. He's going to get his. This is one of those situations where you know Sonogo is going to score his and he's going to get his points. The question is, can you control him enough to keep this close? I I don't know, but I, I don't mind your idea, which is maybe taking Sonogo as the MOP because I absolutely think he's going to win it. Do you think there's another player that could have a great game in the championship and take this award from him? Because Jordan Hawkins, I think, is the second favorite at plus yeah. 220. And he's had some good games, but as far as the entirety of the tournament, like it's been Sonogo. I think the only way you can take this award from him is if somebody scores like 30 or they hit like a buzzer beater or a very clutch shot. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting game. Hopefully it's more interesting than the spread indicates, uh, but I would lean towards the points. I have no idea on the total, and I do like Sonogo as most outstanding player. Does that mean that he's going to get the tie from Jim Nance? <laughs> oh, the final tie. This is Jim Nance's yeah. final call of the final four. Adama Sonogo getting the, oh yeah, Jim Nance is up early right now, drinking his burnt toast and coffee, tying that tie nice and tight. Oh, I can't wait. I wish we could get odds on that bad boy. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.